So we're starting today. Tani debe Rishmal Yitz Adam betfilin ve'er Shabbos mechashecha. My time. Keeping the Amar Rabbah v'arpuna chayev Adam lemashrish betfilin kol Shabbos shas. Since you have to check your tefillin at all times. Kavachemir mitzitz matzitz she'ein bo'el askara achas Amar Torah that the tzitz that only has one shame of Hashem. The Torah says v'ayam mitzchak tamid shali asiach daita mimenu. You um, since it all, it has um, it has a shame of Hashem. You cannot remove your das from it. You always have to be touching it. Tefillin sheish be'askaras harbi tefillin, which has many askaras and achas kama v'kama that you have to be, you have to touch it constantly. Hilkach midchadacher. Therefore, you will remember that you're wearing your tefillin, um, and we're not concerned that you might go ahead and um, forget and go from shesayachad to shesarabim with your tefillin in it. Even if we allow you to go out close to the zman of Shabbos. Since you're always touching your tone, Tanya Chanan Yomer Chayav Adam LeMashvish for Big Day Erev Shabbos Im Chashecha, a person must uh, pat himself down Erev Shabbos Im Chashecha <clears throat> to make sure that he has nothing in his pockets um, on Shabbos, and so that he doesn't come to walk from carry something in his pockets. That this is a great halacha for Shabbos. It's a very, very important halacha for Shabbos, and the Mefar, I, I, I saw brought down that a person is a kavuchaimer that if you have to pat yourself down to make sure you are not wearing, uh, you're, not, you don't, you're not carrying anything in your pocket that, uh, to make sure that you don't transport from Rishayachat So then for sure, in a place where there, let's say, is no Erev, you have to be very careful not to put anything in your pocket, on Shabbos. So if you go to shul in Brooklyn and you blow your nose, you have to make sure um, not to put, a, put, put the tissue in your pocket. You got to throw it away right away. Lo Yifala as Caleb. So, we're now uh, coming off of the next part of the Mishnah. It said that a person should not uh, de de louse, so remove lice from his clothing. Okay, and then we said So we want to know: Are these two things connected? Should a person not be checking his clothing for lice even during the day? And the concern here is that he might come to kill the lice. Rabbi Yezer, he and that's Rabbi Yezer. She did the Tanya. Rabbi Yezer, I heard kina b'Shabbos kilu hurry gamal. That if you kill a kina on Shabbos, it's like you killed a camel. Okay, meaning that a kina has a din of a living thing, and since it has a din of a living thing, you're not allowed to kill a living thing on Shabbos, and therefore it has nothing to do with the light at all. And then separately, below yikra arhaner. And also, there's another din of Shabbos that you should not read to the light of the candle shema yata because you might come to tip the lamp. Okay, so it's the light of the lamp. Again, if you have a, a, they had an oil lamp that was lit, and um, in order to maintain proper uh, fuel flow, okay, to make sure that uh, that your light uh, burns clearly. So the concern is, let's say that if the fuel, if the flow of the oil to the wick gets interrupted, the normal thing you would do is you would <coughs> shake or tip the lamp a little bit to increase the oil flow to the wick. And um, obviously that would be Havara, that would be an issue of lighting on Shabbos. Uh, and therefore, we say don't read to the light of a candle because if it starts to flicker, you're going to move the candle and you're going to cause the Isra Raisa. Yes, it was brought up yesterday, Isra Raisa of, um, of increasing the, the light. So Shemiyata, Edoma, but here we want to know are these two separate things, meaning there's an Isra to kill Kinem on Shabbos because it's an Isra to kill. And that would be even during the day. And then at night, don't read to the light of a candle because you might come to tip the lamp. Maybe both of these things are talking about, maybe really, there's no isser of killing a, uh, a lice, a kinim. And we'll see later why there's no issue. I'll just speak it out now that um, 
the, the only time there's an is, isra of killing, there is a sheet that says the only time there's an isra of killing a, quote, living thing is if that living thing came to life through, um, through pere or reve, through, um, you know, through uh, a reproduction. But something like a lice, that lice are born out of some sort of either biological, they spawn. It's something that we're going to see this concept a lot, that there's certain fish that could spawn spontaneous, uh, um, you know, a life. That in other words, there's not a father and a mother and they reproduce a, an egg or a baby. They, that it just, it spawns on its own. So then there's no isser in killing. So that's what we want to know. I, I Dilma. Sorry, I joined, I joined late. Where are you up to? Um, we're, we're, ju- we're, ju- we're in this Shiloh over here, right, right by the two dots. Let you follow us, Caleb. Thanks. Okay. So we're asking the question is the reason we said that you should not delouse and you shouldn't tip the can and you shouldn't read to the light of the candle because you might come to tip it. Are these two things connected? Idoma or maybe Tarvayu Shemiyata. Maybe they're both, right? Maybe they're both because of Shemiyata and really killing lice during the day on Shabbos would be fine. The only issue is that when you delouse your clothing at, at night, Again, you're going to be using, you're going to try to find these little lights. You're going to be using the light of the candle. And then we're still concerned Shemayata. So Tashima ain't poilin. You cannot de-louse. Ain't karla on there and you can't read to the light of the candle. So we're trying to say that they're two different things. So the, but the Gemara doesn't like this because me, Ali, Masnison, is this any better? This, this is the same Lushan that we had in our Mishnah when we weren't sure exactly um, if they're two different things. They come from two different reasons or it's the same reason. So it says, next one, Tashima ain't poilin or haner. Don't delouse to the light of the candle. And don't read to the light of the candle. These are the halachas that they said in the attic of Hananiah and Chizkiah and Shmamina. So we see that they're both they're both said right? So we see that they're both in Haner issue, a Shemiyata issue. That it's not only these aren't these these are specifics that the Mishnah brought, meaning don't delouse your clothing and don't read to light of the candle. But there's other things that you also shouldn't do to light, light light of the candle, meaning even to be able to choose. Let's say you go to the closet and it's dark, and you uh, even you also can't do the light of the candle because you might have to. Um, you might you'll you'll need the light, and then you'll come to shemiyat. You'll come to tip the lamp. So they only said this that's only for meaning that they had a more flowing type of clothing like we've discussed before Yerushalmi clothing by uh, uh, um, the, undoing the belts so they had a more flowing type of uh, clothing because they were a little bit more pampered okay so therefore their clothing looked similar to the women's clothing but to the people of Chaklisa, meaning those were the, that was the working class, made the yade. They they knew they were easily able to discern. And like we'll see on the next part of the Mishnah that this is the, the isser to use the lamp is when you really need to like be me'ayin, when you really have to look uh, uh, hard at something. But if you can just see it in general, so. Uh, the the bnei chaklisa they had you know worker clothing that was more fitted and therefore it was easily discernible from the wise clothing that would not be a problem to use the light of the candle because um, you're not going to go tip the, the candle to increase the uh, fuel flow and to get a better light the, it's pretty easy to tell the difference between those two clothing clothing so dnei mechuzah namilei and also for the name mechuzah we didn't eat, we say it was a problem ella de that the only time um, is for the zakenais 
that, in other words, we're, we're finding a range. That for the Zakenos, the older women, so then the male clothes, which were, which were free-flowing, look like the older women's clothing. But the younger woman, they were all of childbearing age, so the Mistama had some sort of maternity clothing that they would generally wear. Uh, and therefore, you're also going to be able, be able to tell that the men's clothing is not going to be as free-flowing as the younger woman's clothing, so that you could use the lamp, lamp for. So it's only that the only time it would be usher is basically if the clothing looked very, very similar, and you would need um, all the, the, the light that the lamp has to offer, then we're concerned about Shemayata. Tan Rabbanon. Ein poilim b'shusarabim, you can't. Delouse, remove the lice from your clothing, which is a rabbit, which is a covered, because it's a covered abrius issue. It's disgusting when you start peeling lice off your clothing and throwing it in the street. We can understand. You can't make this, there was this mix they used to have, I guess, when you weren't feeling well, like a Pepto-Bismol type of stuff, that they used to use it to, to vomit. So don't drink that in Rosh because you're going to throw up all of Rosh and that's also a covered abrius. That's not nice. Tan Rabbanon. Hamafalas, Kalov, if you delice your clothing, Moilel Vizerik. So this Tana is going to hold that it's usher to kill them. And therefore, what he says is he says, roll them, like roll them in between your fingers, okay? And then you'll throw them out. Um, and that is Matish the Kayach, meaning when you roll them, they're, they're not going to come back and um, rejoin your Beged. But you are not allowed to kill them. Like we said, this Tana holds that it's usher to kill lice on Shabbos. Abishol says, No tell Vizerik. He's even more machmer. He says, You can take, you can delouse your clothing, obviously, to the light of the day. You can't use the light of the candle, but you can take the lice off the clothing. You can throw them aside, but you should not roll them between your fingers because you might come to kill them. So he's so concerned about killing lice that he says, Don't even do this malila, the rolling. That you, you can roll them and you throw them away. And that's the proper way to dispose of the lice even uh, during the week. Rabbah would actually kill the lice. Rav Sheshis Maktalu. Rav Sheshis would kill the lice like we discussed. That the only problem, these mandamrim held, that there's only a problem of killing a, a living being that came through the, uh, you know, that, that came, that, that was actually born. But since lice spawn, um, then since they come on their own, some sort of biological reaction to people who aren't that clean. So uh, since the lice spawn, therefore, uh, you are allowed to kill it. Rava would throw them into a bowl of water. Amaluhu, Rav Nachman, Levanse, Rav Nachman would say to his daughter, Kitulin, kill them. Vashmin and Likala, and meaning it's such a good thing to actually kill these lice, it sounds like Kola desan Vasai which are my enemies. So in other words, when I hear, when I listen to the quote, when I hear the sound of the, li- of the lice going into the bucket of water that kills them, meaning we're talking about even on Shabbos, so he held you're allowed to kill them on Shabbos, it's such a good thing, it's so mutter that it's like, uh, it's like the killing of my enemies. Tanya, Roshim ben Elazar, Aymer. Roshim ben Elazar says, Ain hargenes mocheles b'Shabbos, Diver b'Shamai. B'Shamai holds you're not allowed to kill, and this is the machlekes that we were talking about. Holds it, B'Shamai holds you're not allowed to kill any, anything that Lamaisa lives. Matirin. The Mesil does allow because, again, um, it doesn't come through the reproduction process. They spawn. These are other things you should not do. Once we brought Rishim and Elazar, so um, um, we're going to bring these following things. You should not do Shiduchim on Shabbos. You shouldn't teach um, 
teach the uh, teach his son Torah. In other words, like a, with a curriculum. Or to teach him a trade on Shabbos. We don't do Nichem Avelim on Shabbos. Don't visit the sick on Shabbos. That's all the Shitas Beishamai, meaning Beishamai holds that all these things fall into the category of Mimsa Chafatzecha. That on Shabbos we say that you should not do your own, quote, business. Can't do business on Shabbos. But, <clears throat> so he says all these things because there's some sort of personal side of it, so you, they're also on Shabbos, but it's all and he says, no, that these also are considered chefsei shamayim, that these are things relevant to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, these are divrei mitzvah, and therefore Basil holds that you are allowed to do these things on Shabbos. So, Tanarabana, Hanechnes Levaker Esachoyla, so what we say is that generally, it's generally accepted that we don't daven, at least personal prayers, I know that uh, um, for a choyla on Shabbos, I know that we'll say Mishaberach by Leining, the Magan of Ram discusses that, but, um, that a person who's nichnas levaker esachayla b'shabbos, so he says Shabbos he melizak. He says the famous thing of Shabbos he it is it's a resting day from calling out rufur kravalavai. So it's more of a tefillah, not saying you know ayve how sick he is, but it's more of saying it's offering the sick person some hope. Rameir Aymer, that he says, don't say it that Shabbos he melizak rufur kravalavai that it will happen. That you just says it is it can possibly happen. Yechayla he shetarachim. That Rashi says that if you're tach to Chabdua, that if you keep Shabbos properly, it can um, it can uh, it can heal you. It can make you feel better from your pain. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says you say the following lashon: Hamakim Yirachem Alechav Al Chalei Yisrael. That Hashem should you can say it more of a lashon tefillah. That Hashem should uh, have mercy on you and on all the Chalei Yisrael. Hamakim Yirachem Alechav Bisoich Chalei Yisrael. So he's chelal you. He puts you together with all the other this this chelal together with all the chelal Yisrael. Shavni Yishulayim beknisasa yemer shavna from Yishulayim when he says when you walk into the chelal's house beknisasa yemer shalom uvitziyasa yemer shabbosim elizik rufu akrav alavai verachamav merubim and that his mercy is much a lot of mercy v'shivtoi b'shalom and practice. Shabbos is not just a passive thing. Shabbos is an active thing. Practice Shabbos. Practice the Shabbos. Bishalim. Kimana is the Dama Rebbe Chanina. So who is like Rebbe Chanina? Misha Yesh Lechelu Besech Besai Tzarech Shi'arvenu Besech El Yisrael. With, like which we have basically five mandamim of different lashayness that you say to a chayla. So we want to know if somebody has a chayla b'sech beisay, um, uh, who which tana holds that you have to be ma'arev, you have to enjoin him b'sech chayla. So all command Reb like we said, Reb said specifically that you say hamakim yachem alecha b'sech chayla Yisrael. That we did allow um, because they're mitzdar, we did allow you to. Um, you know, bekaishi, like bidiyevet almost. We allowed you to be menachem nevelim and to the vakar chal on Shabbos. Amr Barachana, kiava ozlinam basreid Rebbe Lazar lishiula b'tvicha. When we went, when we went after Rebbe Lazar to visit a sick person, tvicha is a sick person. Zimnan Amar, he would say, Hamakam yifaktech l'shalom. Hashem should remember you l'shalom. Vizimnan Amar, and sometimes he would say it. Belashon Arami, Rachmana yedachrinach. So they both mean, remember, Yifaktach is a Lashon of Lashon HaKadosh, and Yidachrinach is Lashon Arami. So hechi, Avid hachi, how could he say a tefillah in, in Lashon Arami? A person should not ask personal requests in Lashon Arami, in Aramaic. 
that anybody who does ask in Lashon Arami, they, the Malachi Asharis, um, don't uh, help you. Why? So we're saying is this isn't like a, an Isser, like a, a something's Mutter Asser. It's a practical matter, meaning you want to get your Tefillah to Kaddish Baruch Hu, so in order to get your Tefillah to Kaddish Baruch Hu, it has to go through the Malachi Asharis. Malachi Asharis, they don't understand Arami, and therefore don't dab in Arami. So over here, when he was coming to Yavakar Chayla, how could Rebbe Lazar use a Lashon of Yidachrinach? Sometimes he would say, Yidachrinach, in the Lashon of Arami, the Tefillah is not going to work for the Chayla. So my answer is, Shani Chayla Deshchina Imai, that uh, you don't have to worry because the Shechina is with a is with a chayla, and therefore you can daven b'lashan arami because Hakadosh Baruch Hu, of course, understands every lashan, and you don't need the malachi asharis there to bring your message. Anan, Amarav, Yeah. Sir, how do we say, we say brich shemei in lashan arami? Is that Rishavis? So that is brich shemei. Oh well, so again, I I don't know why that is not a tefillah, but we also say. I know that it's brought down more famously. It's brought down in regards, let's say, like a uvalitzion. We say, um, you know, we say the we repeat oh. the things. We also say it in Aramaic. So I don't know. Like I, I don't know what the answer to that. I know that brich in general is a very kabbalistic. It's 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 a zayhar. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure. No, by, by Brich Shemei, you could say the same thing, that because it's Sefer Torah there, that the Shekhinah is there, right? Because you're saying that whatever... Okay, good. Good, that could, yeah. But what about Uvalitzion? You said that. So Uvalitzion, uh, I, I, forget, I forget what the answer is. There is an answer to that. Why we say those in... Um, or, or we say it in Aramaic, but we repeat it in Hebrew so that the Malachi Asharis get it or something. Because it's the same thing, right? We're repeating the Aramaic and Hebrew there. But I, I forget what the answer is, but I know that it's, it's discussed. Um, Nick, okay, I'll give you a job. You look it up and you tell me. Tomorrow morning, you tell the Eilam. Shiny, shiny chayla. How do we know that Shechina supports the chayla? Sayyid is a chayla, supports the chayla. It says, Hashem, Yisadeinu al eres davoy. Hashem will support us on a bed of pain. So we see that Hashem, the Shechina himself, comes to support us when a person's on a bed of pain or when a person's sick. If a person should not sit, if you treat it as a very serious matter, you don, you, you, you put a talus over your head, and you sit in front of him, you have to take it very seriously, the shechina is, is, is above the uh, bed of a sick person. The Shechina sits above the head of a Chayla. As the Pasuk says, Hashem Yisadeinu al Eres Dava. Hashem supports us on the bed of sickness. So I'm a Rava. I'm a Rabbin. How do we know that a Kaddish Baruch Hu supports the Chayla, that he sustains the Chayla? Okay, Shenem Hashem Yisadeinu al Eres Dava. Again, that Pasuk Hashem supports us on the bed of pain. So we have the next part of the, of the Mishnah is... Um, I have underlined in my Tesis I don't know I guess this was from the last time that by the way in regards to your question maybe this could be it uh, for Revolutia and that he says Levadmi Gavriel Gavriel understands the um, Shivim Lashinus and therefore, maybe, maybe the dot, in other words, the uvalotzion, when we say it in Aramaic, could be, I don't know, is, is we're talking to, the, to Gavriel, who does understand Aramaic. 
But in general, the Malach HaSharis don't understand. So that, I don't know, I just happened to see that as I was glancing to the next suya. Okay. Below Yikra Haner, a person should not read to the light of a candle. So Amar Rabba, like we said, that the concern is that it'll, the candle will start to flicker, or it's really a lamp. I keep on saying candle, but it's really a lamp. So the light of the lamp, that uh, the, the concern is that the flame will start to flicker, and the person will uh, tip the lamp to increase the fuel flow to the wick so that it burns brighter. Amar afilu that even if the lamp is two stories above you, even two Mardais, which are goads, those are like the sticks they used to use to keep the uh, uh, um, shepherds. Now, two bonus points, which are worth nothing, like brownie points. Uh, if you keep this word in mind, Mardais, we're going to have it in a few blot again. Let's see who remembers that. Vafilo asara batim Even ten stories on top of each other. So we, what we're saying is that it's a light plug, right? No matter, even if the lamp is not in reach, you still can't read to the lamp. To the lamp. That one person can't read, meaning if you're alone, let's say you're reading a book or you're reading a safer alone, you can't do that to Arhaner. Now, by the way, most, obviously, most, um, uh, just so you know, m- most of the uh, uh, contemporary halachic uh, authorities say that in, in today's day and age, this obviously doesn't apply, that we're not concerned you're going to turn the light on and off. There's no, there's no issue of fuel flow. So it wouldn't really apply. Uh, but in those days, at least it did. So when there's one person reading, then he shouldn't read. dummy. But if multiple people are reading, um, they can use the light of the candle. Or two people, you may not use the light of a candle. So how could we say that it's chad hudalilikri, but tre shapir dummy? Some of laws are like kasha. There's no So when two people are sharing the same book or learning the same topic, then they can each remind each other if one person goes to, um, to tip the lamp to, to get better light, the other person will go, no, 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 don't do, don't do that Shabbos today. But if, it's, if there are two different people, if there are two people reading two different things, then one's not paying attention to what the other is doing, and therefore it would still be a concern. Amaravuna Umadura with a with a, uh, um, a huge uh, bonfire, even 10 people are going to be asr. Rashi brings two reasons, either because it's such a big fire, you can't see all the way around it. So one person might dump more sticks into it and you're not going to notice. And the other reason is, is because, because it's a huge bonfire, you have sticks that, that, that protrude um, from all different directions. And it's relatively easy for a person to forget. In other words, when you go to reach for the lamp, everyone's going to see you reach for the lamp. But in a bonfire where everybody's sitting in close proximity to a stick, so you could just chuck another stick on or move a stick back into place, and that would also be an issue. So bonfire, no matter how many people there are, is going to be a problem. But if it's an Adam Chashev, then it's mutter for him to use the um, to use a lamp, meaning because it's not lefi chvaydei, it's, it's kind of disgusting to start touching these lamps. They're oily and dirty, and it's, it's pretty yucky. So Talmud Chacham is not going to, um, even, if the, even if the light is not perfect, he's not going to go ahead and touch the lamp. A person should not read to the light of a, 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 a light of a lamp, because he might come to tip it, to get it to burn better. Shemayata says, I um, was reading, and I wouldn't tip the lamp, of course, but one time I was actually reading, and I almost like instinctively I went to go do it. And Omar, at that point, I said, I caught myself and I said, 
how how great are the Dibichachamim, that even me, who I'm, uh, you know, I'm such a big Talmud Chacham, that, you know, as I'm very well learned and I'm very careful, that I almost came to be over on this. Reb Nassim actually says he was over. He has a different version of the same story. Reb Nassim Eimer, Kara, he actually did read, Vihita, and he tipped the lamp. Because of Al Pinkasai, and he wrote on his notebook, Ani Yishmael ben Elisha, I Yishmael ben Elisha, Karisi, I read from the light of the, the light of the lamp, Vihitesi, and I tipped the lamp. I was over Beshegig, uh, I was over on Havara on Shabbos, Vihitesi near Beshabbos, and therefore, when the Besa Mikdash is built, I will bring a fat cow as a carbon chatos. Okay? Which there is some sort of rate on this because a I think a, a regular person does not bring a cow. Um, but uh, anyway, what we're saying is that uh, we see that even a Talmud Chacham should, we should be concerned. So how did you say a Talmud Chacham is not, is not concerned? So Amarav Abba Shani Rabbi Shmuel and Elisha, that he was willing to um, step down from his, from his level of Chashivos on his own, in other words, he would actually touch the lamp even though it would make him dirty and because he was willing to do whatever it took to be able to learn properly, so therefore he, he would not fall into the category in regards to Shemayata of a Talmud Chacham, but normally a respected Talmud Chacham is not going to do this. Tani Chada, that one, Brisa says, Shamesh, that a Shamesh, the servant, he can check the plates and the cups, Vitanya Edok, Another Bryce says, you can't check them, meaning to make sure that they're clean. So how do we understand? This is an apparent stira. One Bryce says, you can, you, you may check them. The servant can't check them. And one Bryce says, you can't. So Lekasha, Kam B'Shamash Kavua, that is a Shamash Kavua. So meaning if he is the uh, butler of the house, so then he cannot check. Why? Because he has a gainful employment there. And if he, he, he has a lot of vested interest to make sure that the, that the Kalim look, uh, speaking, you know, they look perfect. Because if they don't, they'll get fired. If he's only a temp, temporary shamish anyways, so he's not going to be so concerned if it ends up being a little dirty. It's not the end of the world. He's only working there for that day anyway. So he's not as uh, careful. And since he's not as careful, he's not necessarily going to, if the, even if the light isn't a perfect light, he'll check it, as, he'll, he'll give it a glance, he'll check it, and he'll move on. He's not going to bother to tip the candle. Or another way to explain this, either way it's a shamash kavua, that if it's an oil lamp, we are concerned, because oil lamps generally are cleaner. Habadinifta is neft, is, uh, um, is also another, it's like petroleum, which is more disgusting. It smells bad. It 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 it, it, it produces. Uh, you know, it's it's harder to get off your hands. It's it's not the the candle the lamps that were with naft. So those are not um, the shamash isn't going to touch those. So ibayolahu. We want to know what about shamash ena kivua b'demishcha. What about as we're going back? We're saying that that naft. Um, there's less of a reason to be concerned by a naft lamp. More of a reason by an oil lamp. What about a shamash ena kivua? Amarav halacha ve'in marin kain. That the halacha is that a shamash who is not kavua, so he doesn't have such a vested interest, can check the the cups and the plates by a a, a lamp using a lamp that is of oil. Okay, but ve'in marin kain means that's the halacha, but don't publicize it. For Yirmiyah by Arba Amar, that no, it's the halacha umarin kain, and you could even publicize that that's the halacha. Yirmiyah by Arba ikla lebe Rav Asi. Rabbi Yirmiyah Ba'ava went to Rav Asi, come Shame, uh, the, the, the Shamas of Rabbi Yirmiyah Ba'ava got up, Kabadak Lenahira, 
he was checking um, the to the light of the candle. The shraga Amar lay debisu. His wife said, "What do you mean? I don't understand." Ravas, uh, uh, Ravasi's wife said, "How is how is Rabbi Yirmiyah Shamas checking? You're not allowed to check." So how is it that Umar um, Loi that you don't do this, but his Shamas is able to do this? Amar um, Allah, he said, Shafka Karabi Sfer. He holds like his Rabbi, Rab, his master. He holds like his master, Rabbi Yirmiyah Abba, who held that Halacha Umarin came that Lechachila, you are allowed to check the light of a candle. Um, and that is the end of the daf. I can do the summary in a second, but I just wanted to um, say 